All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Sunday, June 5th edition of the MBA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here. Usually on Monday and Tuesday, Marcel, but today's Sunday morning. It's Sunday afternoon for you, uh, but as you guys know, I'm going on vacation. Two weeks, man, Marcel, two weeks. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I don't really talk about myself that much on this podcast. Even though it's my own podcast, it's the same with you. We just talk about the fights, but yeah. I'll talk to you uh, guys about that in a second. But just want to say what's up, Marcel. How's everything with you, my friend? Yeah, everything is good, man. Um, another great weekend with fights, I think. Uh, we're at UFC. We're happy they were back after a week without fights. I know there are other organizations, but in my opinion, nothing feels like a, a night of watching UFC fights. You know, it's just... It's it's just yeah, and it's no, uh, it's not like that. I think other promotions are not that great, but just the all-around feeling is just made way different. In my it's bigger, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with you, man. I mean, like, really, like, it's one of the highlights of my week every week to watch the UFC card. You know, I have no problem saying that. A lot of people would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna skip this card. I'm cool. I'm cooler than you guys. This card sucks." Marcel, this is the highlight of my week. Honestly, I love watching the fights, man. You me know too, what I mean? I watch it with my family, which is nice. You know, um, the kid and. The woman, so it's nice, Marcel. Um, you know, it's definitely. always nice watching your friends too, but with COVID, it's hard to you right now, right? But in the future, hopefully, we're gonna say, Yeah, and definitely if it's a great card, you know. So that's it's a fun card, last night, I yeah. thought. I mean, on paper, I said it was gonna be decent, I think it turned out to be pretty good, you know, probably better yeah, than I expected. I to be honest with you, Marcel, more finish to be honest with you, Marcel, there was more knockouts and submissions than I expected, which is always a, a nice thing. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk about that today, guys. So yeah, just this rundown like today's schedule. So Again, it's a little bit different this week. I'm not here tomorrow and uh, next the next day. So no Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday this week, as you guys know. Next week, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. Um, I'm going to be somewhere, and I'm going to try to do a podcast to recap 275 and to break down UFC Austin at some point, Marcel. I'll try mm-hmm. to, you know, get in touch with you and collaborate, but we'll, we'll have to make an announcement in, a, you know, a few days from now or something like that when I get a better feel of where I am. Um, but, yeah, I'm going on vacation tomorrow, Marcel. I'm excited about that. Uh, but I'm excited to talk about UFC Vegas 56 with you too, my friend. We'll be recapping that whole card. And then, so that's for an hour. And about a few minutes till 11, I'll end this podcast and start a new podcast for 275 preview. So that'll be uh, today's, uh, I guess, itinerary myself. Let's just get some comments. We got Glenn. What's going on, Glenn? Regular. I love the regulars. Joe is like one of my favorite guys too. Thanks so much, Joe. I appreciate that, man. So Marcel, I'm going to, uh, we're, it's a two, uh, basically uh, 13 days, I believe it is. So it's almost two weeks. I, I'm coming back. I was going to come back on the Sunday originally, Marcel, but that convinced Anita to come back Saturday uh, in the more, uh, afternoon so I could watch UFC Austin. <laughs> of course, right? Can't miss that card. Um, anyways, yeah. So Quebec City, Marcel, I'll be going there. Nova Scotia, um, New Brunswick, and PEI. So all these provinces in, in Canada. I'm excited. Guys. It's going to be a crazy road trip. I'm looking forward to it. It was a good card last night, Joe. Nine, nine finishes. A lot of finishes. My picks were pretty good. Your picks were pretty good too, Marcel. Like it wasn't... Honestly, it wasn't a hard card to pick. There was a lot of the favorites to one. You know, only two hundred dollars one. Always when I have a good uh, list of picks, I always think like these were probably easy to pick. You know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and you know, I like to pick a few underdogs every card, guys. Like I'm not yeah. really, I'm not necessarily like uh, I, I just pick the favorites. Like just because someone should win doesn't mean that they will. That's the that's the thing that we try to analyze here. Like. I can tell you who the favorite in the fight should be. That does not mean that fighter will win the fight. You know, you, you oh, know what sure. I mean, Marcel? Yeah, man, because, listen, man, we just look at the fights and we what we think we are picking, you know, what we think is likely going to happen. And yeah. then, listen, that guy can or that girl or that guy can be a favorite in the fight. If we think differently, we will take the other one. It's very easy, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. All right, let's get into uh, today's podcast. So, 
like I said, recapping UFC Vegas 56. Start the main event, Marcel. Uh, I mean, I, I thought Alexander Volkov would win, but I didn't expect him to knock out Yerzino Rosa strike in the first round. So honestly, like, although I got the pick right, I was still surprised how it happened, right? Um, I didn't expect a first round knockout from Volkov. Uh, you know, obviously, great performance by him. I mean, listen, some people are going to say it's an early stoppage. I think the stoppage was fine, Marcel, honestly. Um, you know, could have went a little bit longer, sure. I don't think it was the worst stoppage in the world either. You know, it's just kind of one of those, it was an okay stoppage. It wasn't like a great stoppage, but it wasn't a bad stoppage. Listen, I, I know these guys want to go in their shield, but it looked like he was out, man. He, he fell down to a knee at one point. Um, Herb Dean's right there in front of him. Herb Dean tends to stop fights earlier than later, Marcel. I think we, we can agree on that. You know, he's unlike... Uh, Mario Yamasaki used to fight, uh, stop fights a little bit later. What are you going to say? Uh, unless Murtaz Aliyev is fighting CB Dalloway. Okay, that was, yeah, that was late. But I'm thinking about Brown favorite. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, White Morocco. With, yeah, exactly. Remember the, the hammer fist, Marcel? Yeah. He stopped the favorite. It was just like, why did you stop the fight? Anyways, yeah, so Volkov looked great. Um, You know, I will say, Marcel, getting knocked out again like this, to me, is a little concerning for Rosenstrike. You know, that's two brutal knockout losses, Marcel. I understand, you know, Nagano, I mean, listen, everyone gets knocked out by him, but Volkov, Marcel. Getting knocked out like this. And I understand it was a TKO, it wasn't a clean, like he wasn't out cold, but I don't know, Marcel. I mean, maybe Zeno's not as good as we thought originally. Because I originally thought he would be a top five guy and looks like he's not going to be. Um, Volkov's underrated. I think, you know, for the most part, people just, you know, over his career, I mean, I've underrated him too. There's been a lot of fights. Like, I didn't expect him to beat Verdum or even over him, you know, Marcel. But like, now I know he's a pretty good fighter, you know, and he's not elite, Volkov Marcel, but he's just under that top five. Whereas Rosenstrike, I guess he's top 10 or so, but like, I don't know if he really is, to be honest, because Augusto Sakai is not a great fighter, you know? And really, that's his best win, other than, I guess, Overeem or, or JDS, who are, again, you know, basically retired, not, not retired, but I mean, they're not really active. JDS, I know he just fought, but his shoulders, he's going to be out for a while. And Overeem's like in wrestling now. So I don't know, Marcel. I mean, I like Rosenstrike. He's a nice guy, great personality. I like watching him fight Marcel, but I feel like he's more of a like 10 to 15 range. I don't think he's a top, like, a legitimate elite guy. So, that's my thoughts on the fight, Marcel. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the, on the main event. Yeah, there's lots of controversy over here in the Netherlands because, you know, Josinho, Suriname, Netherlands, former, uh, do you say that, Colony over here, you know, so lots of support and many people think the fight will stop too early. I disagree with that. I think it was a good stoppage by Herb Dean. The thing is, Herb Dean is always like so vague with the stoppages. He's like, oh, I'm going to enter. No, I'm, I, I'm, oh, no, I'm not going to enter. Oh, I'm going to enter. No, I'm not going to interfere. You know what I mean? It's like he's not very consistent. And that makes the thing that people saying, yeah, it's not a good stoppage. I think it was a good stoppage. I feel like um, Volkov was tagging him. Uh, you saw the certain moment Rosenstruck fell down to his knees, like you said. And uh, he only came up because Volkov got stopped by Herb Dean for punching you know so i think it was a good performance by volkov man um volkov yeah definitely underrated i still don't feel volkov as a top five guy to be really honest you know but i still think he's you're, you're muted dude i'm so sorry i did i do what you did <laughs> what you did last week i'm sorry Marcel. i was gonna say he's in the five to ten range for me yeah for me as well you know and i think rosenstrike he he uh is too much uh, focusing on his one-punch knockout power. That's what I feel with Rosenstruck, you know? And you saw at the certain moment he had that flurry over Volkov. He touched him, but he mm -hmm. couldn't get him out. And then he backed up. And the moment he backed up, Volkov went after him and he finished him. Yeah. So, for me, it's like 
a great win for Volkov. I think Rosenstruck likely gets a fighter in the top 10, top 15 range over, over there. To, and then he has to win because if he doesn't win, he's likely going to the bottom of the top 15. And for Volkov, yeah, it's difficult, man. Um, I, I feel like with this win, he should either get another guy between top 5, top 10, or maybe if there is an opening, he can fight somebody in the top 5. But the thing is with Volkov as well, and actually the same with Rosenstroy, man. Those guys have both have some good uh, chances to get in that top 5. And Volkov was at the top 5 at a certain moment. Rosenstroy as well, I think, before the Mgann fight. Yeah. But um, they fail against the top 5 guys. So, I don't know. Listen, if Volkov gets another top 5 uh, fight, I have no problem with it. But I wonder against who. So, yeah. I got I got two days for you, okay? So yeah, for each guy. For each guy. So I think for for um, uh, Rosenstrike, Tabura makes sense to rebook the fight, right? First off, they're supposed to fight again. Now they both coming off of loss to uh, to Volkov. It just makes sense, right? And they're both like ranked beside each other, I think, in the division right now. So that fight makes sense. Uh, and yeah, they are actually uh, eight. Well, eight and ten. Volkov, Marcel. Here's my thoughts on this one. Yeah, Alexander Romanov. I think Romanov. You know, the fact he called out Sakai and didn't get the fight, I think yeah. it shows that the UFC is going to give him a step up the ladder. And I think that, you know, with Pavlovich getting to fight uh, Lewis, you know, they're giving these guys opportunity to fight the elite guys. Like, two bases fighting. Oh, I guess he's ranked higher, but he's fighting gone. Aspel's fighting Blades. And I think that, you know, I, it's time to give Romanov an opportunity to fight someone really good. Like, even Jailton's getting number 12 after Himov. You know what I mean, Marcel? So, I think they could do this fight, guys. Volkov, Romanov. I mean, listen, Volkov probably deserves a bigger name, but there's no one available, you know? That's the fight to make, Marcel. And it gives Romanov a chance to break into the top 10. Because at that point, Marcel, if he beats Volkov, if he just takes down Volkov and dominates him, Marcel, we're talking about another contender, you know? I think yeah. we already think that about Romanov, but I'm just saying, like, he needs to get that big win. So let me get some comments here, Rudy. What's going on, man? Glad to have you here. Joe thinks it's a good stoppage. I think it was fine, too. Uh, Glenn says, don't agree with her being stopped a little early. Yeah, the consistency. I mean, and the judging, too, like Joe said. The judging was really fucked up on this card. We'll talk about that, too, Marcel. <laughs> Every week, Marcel. Tristan, uh, hey, what's up, man? Volkov striking is awesome. So it's like my heart broke it after Stolza now. <laughs> Marcel messaged me right after Stolza got submitted by Benoit Sandini. He's like, poor Tristan. And I was like, Tristan? And he's like, the guy from the chat. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. How could I forget? I was trying to put it on my mind, Tristan, the fact that you might be in, uh, in, in tears, my friend. It's okay. Listen, man, I, I know how it feels like. I mean, I'm Greek and Andreas Michelides. Well, my mom's Greek, Marcel. So I'm half Greek. Really, I'm Canadian, right? But, uh, Andreas Michelides is our only Greek fighter, and he's not very good. So it's like, yeah. And we're, was like, we had another one years ago. Who was that? Who fought against Taisumov and got knocked out? Um, oh, Andreas Christodoulou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he was not very good. <laughs> I think he was actually. Um, 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 I think he was actually like American. I could be wrong, right? Or. I, I remember, I don't know, do you know Max Friedman, who I did a podcast with, so he yeah. had uh, put on Twitter, like, who uh, was probably one of the worst fighters ever in the UFC, and he was like, probably Chris yeah. Tudulu, and then two months later, Chris Tudulu replied to that Twitter, uh, uh, that, that tweet from from Max, and Max was like, dude, how did he even find that, because he wasn't even tagged in that, so he probably name searches himself or something. Probably, yeah, yeah, so he's from uh, Glufada, Greece, where I've been there, actually, it's nice, um, but he's, you know, from America. Anyway, let's get on from this, uh, and I, I agree, Tristan, I mean, Volkov looked good, and there's no doubt about it. All right, next fight, Marcel Mosser, Evloev defeats, uh, I think I'm saying his name right now, uh, defeats Dan Ige by decision. I mean, this is exactly what I expected, you know, I mean, I, like I said last week, I think the line was, you know, fine. Um, he was like minus 400. That's fine. I mean, Danny, he's a good fighter, but 
Mobstar is like a legitimate contender, guys. Like he's really good. I've known this for a while. I know you have too, Marcel. So it's it, to me, this fight went exactly how I expected. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a complete uh, performance by Mobstar, man. I was really impressed with how he fought, how easily he actually defeated Dan Ige. You know, Ige is a tough guy. He always comes to fight. But uh, it was just a dominant performance, man. And I really want to see Mobstar against a top 10 guy next. Yeah, I mean, listen, he called out, jeez, uh, who was it? Arnold, Arnold Allen, obviously. I mean, listen, that's a great fight. But I feel like Allen also deserves like to fight one of these top guys, you know? Korean Zombie wants to come back and fight again. He's going to have to fight, I think, one of these two guys. That's what I think, Marcel. And mm -hmm. then, obviously, you have Bryce Mitchell there, too. You know, also Giga's there. Those are the only guys that are available. They're ranked in between everyone. Um, also, obviously, Volkanovski and Holloway are fighting in uh, a couple weeks. I mean, the winner, the loser of that fight, excuse me, I mean, could be in play. I mean, if especially with Holloway, like I could see easily see them matching up, like Allen with Holloway or something like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of matchups here. Uh, honestly, I think the Mitchell and Evoya fight would be a lot of fun, Marcel. Two gra like yeah. grappling heavy fighters. I think that'd be a good fight. But I mean, any of these guys can make sense. I mean, also Calvin Cater and, jo and Josh Emmett are funny. I mean. There's a lot of contenders fighting uh, Brian Tegan and Rodriguez, Marcel. Like this division is on fire right now, the Federated division. And I think he'll get one of these guys, like in the top ten, obviously. Um it's just hard to say because there's just so many moving parts right now. You know? Any any thoughts? Yeah, like you said, it's a lot of uh, people who can fight each other and what is possible. You know, I'm hearing that the Puria Barbosa, they're just still trying to book that one. So they got two already away. Yeah. Uh, you got Burgos fighting Jordan. You got, um, like you yeah. said, Ahmed fighting Cater. So there's a lot of things going on in that division. And I think uh, Featherweight, maybe alongside with Bantamweight and Lightweight, one of the best divisions in, yeah. in, in, in the sports right now, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah amazing. You know, and you got Jair fighting Ortega. So <laughs> I got great matchups there. Great matchups. The Korean Zombie is going to fight one of these guys. I think he'll maybe Arnold Allen more so because Allen really could style on him, I think, especially after seeing it knocked out like by, by Volkanovsky. Yeah. You know, after seeing Allen destroyed and hooked her. I feel like that's the fight to make. Now, let's get this comment. Guys like Allen, Bryce, and Monster deserved high rank guys. Another reason why Yair and Brian doesn't make sense is because they should fight the up and coming killers. I'm fine with that fight, Marcel, honestly, because they're number one and three. Like, I'm fine with it. And, or, sorry, they're two and three, excuse me. They're like the next highest ranked guys. Besides the two guys fighting for the belt, I'm fine with that fight. But I, in general, I agree with them. That's what I'm saying. Korean Zombie's the guy right now who's number five. He has no one booked. He says he wants to fight again. After his last performance, he has to prove himself again. You know, he's going to have to fight someone in this five to 10 range. And, you know, Allen, uh, I mean, Giga's out there too. That's another guy we should mention. But also Bryce Mitchell. He also deserves a top ranked guy, but they might have to start pitting these guys against each other. I mean, they were going to do a Vloyev into Purim or so. So I don't think they're against doing these fights if they have to, you know, because it's just such a stacked division, right? So mm -hmm. uh, we get these comments. Alan's rooms, rolled himself out in London, uh, yeah. do the hand injuries, that sucks. Um, if Loyev grappling on these titles should be interesting to uh, see against Holloway and Volk. Uh, you know, I don't think he's ready for, for the title yet, Marcel. I think he needs, Marcel is really good. He's 6-0 now, right? But I think he needs, uh, in the UFC, I think he needs a couple more fights still before he fights with the belt, you know? I think he needs to fight one of these guys in the five to ten range, Marcel, and then you fight someone in the top uh, uh, five, and then you get a title shot. And give him a fucking main event, you know. Give him a main fight event somewhere on a fight night, yeah, and sh and let and let us see how he does in a five rounder. Because, for example, I I don't know who who said this, but uh, I feel like if you look at this card, we could have easily done Volkov Rosenstroy co-main event, Avloev against Ige, right. main event, and 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 a. And yeah. a 
an amazing world. You know, we could have done that. I, I understand I'd that, see that because, like, I, these yeah. fights need five rounds. Like, we didn't get yeah. a finish in that fight, right? I know. I'm with you. Um, how about Giga Tricante, though, against Mobster? I mean, that's not a good fight, like, main event. Couldn't that be a five round? Yeah, why event? not? I like it. Yeah, yeah. Sub two scientists. Yeah, I know. 13 1. I did call the one underdog, Marcel. Lucas Almeida called that. Well, actually, let's go right into that right now. Um, that's the next fight. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I did predict it, Marcel, plus 200 underdogs. So I picked four dogs, only only one one. Only one one in the car. I mean, other than if you count Carolina, she was kind of an underdog. Not really. It was basically a pick them. It was a, a chalk heavy card. If you made a parlay last night, you probably won some money, you know? But the thing is, most people parlay Trezano. I really hope you guys didn't. I saw something special in this Lucas Almeida guard, Marcel, on the show. I think he looked great. He just kind of he did too much in the first round and just got tired. Like he was putting on too much of a show for Dana White. He made the adjustments. He went back to jungle fight. He's gotten better. Comes in here against Mike Trezano, gets dropped in the first round, gets back up, keeps fighting, drops Trezano, I think, in the second round, then drops him again in the third round, Marcel. Three knockdowns in the fight, fight of the night, great fight, great UC debut. Nice to hit him on an underdog, Marcel, plus 200. So uh, Lucas Almeida gets the win. Like I said, Trezano is a decent fighter, Marcel, but I, I, I told you I had question marks about him, Marcel. You know, I, I, I still do. I mean, I don't think he'd be quiet. I don't think some of those other fights, you know, he, I know he won the split decision, but they were very competitive fights. So, I don't know. Mark Everett kept saying, Chisano's going to knock this guy out. I'm like, why? Like, he's never shown any sort of knockout power. So, it is what it is. Anyways, Marcel, any thoughts on, on this fight? Um, and I'll get into it. Yeah, I think Almeida Probably. started really well, and then he got knocked down in the first round, you know, and Chisano yeah. was actually pretty close, but... He he didn't w went through with it. Second round, Almeida knocks him down, uh, won the round. I kind of feel like that headbutt uh, wasn't a class of heads, was a headbutt to me what he did there, you know. And I feel like it was. People say it was not on purpose. I kind of feel like it was, you know. But okay, no problem. We went through. Third round, perfect finish by Almeida. A great debut. Uh, I think it deserved fight of the night. It was uh, in my opinion the most competitive and most fun fight to watch. And that says a lot on this card because there were a lot of fun fights on this card. So I think deservedly fight of the night. Uh, for Almeida, yeah, I mean, you can book it with pretty much everybody because he's a new guy who made it on his debut. For Trezano, I feel like they give him another one because this was a fun fight, you know, but he really has to watch out, you know, yeah. because if he loses another one, he's probably done. Yeah, Trezano's just an average fighter. And I understand why he was minus 220 in this fight. It didn't make any sense to me at all. Big case, what's up? <laughs> Charles the bomb. I mean, that's harsh, but like he didn't look very good uh, after that knockdown. Really, besides the knockdown, he didn't look that great in this fight, Marcel, in my opinion. He's, he's too hesitant, in my opinion, all yeah. the time, you know? Way yeah. too hesitant. Yeah. Of course, they didn't watch this section of the video. It would have been 14. You know? I mean, I think I think some people maybe went Peru, but that's the fight that tripped most people up, you know? I mean, it was close to the shatter. Well, than your fight. He sure was, man. Um, next fight here. I mean, this is one that I just, I, I don't know. I, Patello, I, I wasn't sure about it at all. I know you made the right pick, Marcelo Silva. I mean, I really wasn't sure. That's the thing. I got one a pick up on you guys in the pool on on Almeida, but I lost a pick here because most people pick Silva. And I should just trusted that slight chalk here with her. I mean, Patello's just not good. You know, that's what it comes down to, Marcel. You know, I, I thought she would be able to keep it on his feet, and she was early on, but as soon as she fell to the ground, just no ground game at all. This girl gets that's the second Darce choke in women's history besides Tatiana Suarez. That's crazy to me. Um Great performance, but still, she wins a bonus. She's legit. There's no doubt about it. But I think Botello is going to get cut after this fight. And I, I'm just sitting there scratching my head. Why I didn't listen to you about this one, Marcel? 
Yeah, this was feel good moments two of the night for me. Um, so not that I don't like Botelho, no, but there's a story behind Korean Silva, which I read on the Combate website, where she says like she has zero income and she has to live uh, for, from her girlfriend's uh, money, you know, uh, and that she really hopes the UFC can turn around her her life, you know, and she got the 50k, which is amazing, you know. This is that, that's what I love when. Uh, fighters come in who don't have a lot of money, who probably probably making 10 plus 10 or 12 plus 12, you know, having a great performance and then they get the 50K. That's amazing, you know. Um, and we were sitting on this fighter that should have been on the prelims and not the main card. And I still think it should have been on the prelims and not on the main card. But the thing is, if this fight was on the main card or on the prelims and Blanchfield was on the main card, Corinne Silva likely wouldn't have got the performance bonus, let's be honest, because the UFC really doesn't like to give the preliminary fighters uh, a lot of bonuses. They do sometimes, but not a lot. Um, yeah, great fight from Silva. She tagged Botelho. She went with her to the ground. Great dark choke submission. Botelho has like like 5% ground game, I think. Really a bad ground game. We saw it all the time, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, great win for Silva, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to her next fight, man, what she can do in a division. But uh, yeah, good win. Yeah, it was a nice win. Just, But I think, you think Patel gets cut? She's one in four in her last five fights. Um, If it goes to, uh, if you look at what she has done so far in the UFC, I would She's say yes. She's three and four. Yeah, so. I, would, I would say yes, yeah. but I feel like the UFC really likes her for some reason. So maybe they can she get a little. Yeah. Right, I mean, well. And no disrespect, but Ashley Yoder is also still in the UFC, you know? Right, right. All right. Maybe that's the fight to make, those two. Um, let's go to the next fight here. O'Day Bosborg, he gets a bonus here. Marcel, first round knockover over Adashev. So I checked, and, and Tyson Nam also got a, uh, a bonus when he knocked out Adashev. So <laughs> if you knock this guy out, apparently you get a bonus. I mean, I, I'm okay with Osborne getting the bonus, obviously, the, the quickest knock of the night. But I, 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 I kind of feel like Carolina deserved it more, honestly, Marcel, personally. I think she had a more complete performance. I, we'll, talk, we'll talk about her in a second. Wait, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like if you have such so many uh, finishes, give out more card, bonuses. Give more bonuses. Yeah. So cheap, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, like Tony Gravely deserved a bonus too. You know, yeah. what I mean? so like they could have easily given out an extra hundred grand. It doesn't even hurt the bottom line at all. They're making so much money. Uh but Sometimes again, I have the like, feeling they want to keep the farthest poor. You know, but, it's just you know, stupid. Like it just uh, uh, there's other guys and girls that deserve bonuses. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Give me your thoughts on the knockout. Oh day, oh day, oh day, oh day. <laughs> I had to laugh when he said that. And he pissed off some Irish people because they have always that chant when it's in Ireland. So, um, yeah, I mean, what, what can you say about it? Uh, Alashev was kind of, uh, how do you say that? Uh, he attacked Oday and uh, Oday uh, got perfect shot at him and uh, he knocked him down and then some uh, some hard punches knocked him out completely. Um yeah, I like Ode Osborne, you know that. Uh, I feel like um, he has potential, you know. But the thing is, uh, you saw him also in fights where it didn't look good against Brian Kelleher, against, uh, what was it, Manuel Cap with, with the flying knee. So he's like a difficult guy to, to measure for me, you know. But I think he has, he has talent. Uh, he's, he's at Syndicate right now, I think, in Las Vegas. He, he found his he found his place. He said, "So yeah, let's see what's next for him." You know, uh, flyweight division is always open. There are like 20, 22 guys in that division. So with two wins, you are in the top fifteen pretty much. So uh, yeah, he wants to fight the winner, or he wants to fight Jeff Bleeder, who won that fight. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, 
What's up, man? Osborne versus non UFC talent not really deserve bonus. I kind of agree with this guy. I mean, Adeshev is not good, you know? Like, yeah. That's what, like, Harry's not really either, right? It's hard. It, it is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, someone's going to get one, but they should have given up more. That's what it comes down to, Marcel. Even Volkov deserved a bonus. Even Medical yeah. deserved a bonus. Why you can't give in London to every fighter, you know? And I why know. Why did they give one to every fighter in that card and no other cards? Like, it's not fair. I know it was a good event. It was a fun event, but come on. Like, this was a fun event too, Marcel. Yeah. Um, speaking of Manifield, just absolutely destroyed Mazarov. Like I said, Marcel, I told you guys before the whole thing, Marcel came out. I was like, Mazarov's not good. I watched the tape on this guy. He's not good. He's terrible, Marcel. He's not UFC caliber. Faked his record. All of a sudden, he's 19 and, and 12 now. He was 25 and 7, I think, or 25 and 4 at the beginning of the week, something like that. 25 and 7, and now he's like yeah, 19, 19 and, and 13. 13, yeah. 13. <laughs> this guy stinks, Marcel. I think he's going to get cut from the UFC. What do you think? I think win or lose, he would have been cut, I think. I, I feel like, listen, if the UFC takes over the records of Topology and Sherlock, which they normally never do, they always go with the MMA underground, you know? But if they take that over, that means that they did probably their own investigation as well, and they think that's correct, you know? Yep. Um, I feel like they kept him on the card because otherwise Alonso Manifield didn't have a fighter to, to, yep. to fight against, you know? Yep. And uh, Manifield smart move, take the guy down, uh, beat him up. Then he stood him up again. Then he was like taunting him, taking down again, do that zero takedown defense, you know, and beat him up again, get him in the crucifix position, landing elbows. I mean, perfect, you know, and the, the funny thing is like Alonso Manifield is always kind of a guy who's, who's kind of smiling a lot all the time, but he was really angry. I don't know if you guys saw that because I think oh, he, he went pissed. I saw break. it between the thing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Marcel, uh, I think this guy is one of the worst fighters like in modern UFC history. I really do. I, I, am I being that? Am I being too harsh? Like, this guy stinks. I don't even he, understand why he got shot in the first place. I, I saw some of his fights. They look really fishy, dude. The ones he I won know. as well, you know, like uh, a punch and the guy already crumbles and the ref comes in between. Yeah, yep, I, I mean, saw that. Yep, yep. Uh, I think uh, Al Salino posted. Yeah, he was tweeting the, the the gifs. Not only that, but he there was some interview done. I don't know if it was him or like a, a like a coach or something. But they said that the first few fights of his career. He just took them as a teenager for money and didn't even care about winning or losing, right? The first few fights. Because he lost his first three, I think. Um, and then there was other fights where, again, they're like, oh, because it took a race in China, it wasn't recorded properly. And, like, you know, they're disputing it. So, I don't know, man. I mean, this guy's just not good. <laughs> like, he's just not good. I don't understand why he got a shot. Benefield, after the – I watched the post-fight. He goes – he's like, dude, it's not fair that I had to go through contender series and this guy got a shot in the UFC straight up. He's like, he's like, why – you know, this guy's a fake record. He said he was super pissed off about it. I would have been too, Marcel. Like – but you know what? This other the other thing I was gonna say about this this uh, this whole situation earlier in the week, guys, it was minus one fifty, and then after this came out, minus two fifty. The fact is, record change shouldn't even matter. You have to watch the actual guys fight. I told you this guy sucked, Marcel. I knew yeah. it. I told you it's not even about the record, but the fact the record made the line shift a hundred cents. It just makes me like it's just it just makes me like wow, really, guys? Like you didn't even really do the research, and all of yeah. a sudden this record changes, and you. You know, you go to the window. But again, they ended up being an easy bet. He should have been like minus 500 properly. There was, in hindsight, I just didn't know what to think about this fight because of the whole thing, Marcel, you know? Mm -hmm. I knew, I thought Medifool would win, obviously. I'm just saying that there was a lot, there was some doubt. But, you know, just because of the whole, <laughs> like, I didn't know what to think about this guy. But I obviously thought Medifool would win. It's just one of those things, Marcel, where this guy doctored his record. Uh, there's, he just shouldn't be in the UFC. I think, he, you know, he should have been caught. But like you said, they didn't want to screw over Medifield. They wanted him to get a paycheck for his 20, well, I don't know if he makes 40 and 40, maybe. I don't know. What do you think Medifield makes? I would say 25, 25. I don't think he makes Jesus. much more. 
This is terrible. And I would be more. surprised. Yeah, he should have got more for this. I safe gets some of it. Obviously, he's coach and manager. Harry, oh, he's talking about Harry. We'll talk about it in a sec. Uh, Maserati, I think they'll cut. He's gone. He was pissed, Joe. He was. Um, Dean Barry and C- Mike Jackson and CM Punk. Yeah, I agree with that. No, I mean, I, I think he's one of the worst, but not the worst. You're right. Dude, the Dean Barry has bad luck, dude. He was supposed to fight a Titan this weekend, and uh, he had, like, kidney, kidney failure or something, so he had yeah. to pull out of the fight. Dude, that's bad luck. That's true. Um, yeah, it was. it was. It was, man. I agree completely, Rudy. You watched, like, one or two of this guy's fights, and... You're like really like he was. He's basically got two minutes of cardio, anyways. This guy stinks. He's gonna get cut. All right, let's go talk about the next fight. I mean, I really didn't know what to think about Carolina coming into this fight, Marcel. But she looked great against Felicia. Gets the submission win. I think she should have got a bonus, guys. You know, I personally think she deserved it. Um, I agree, Rudy. She should have got the 50k, Marcel. In my opinion, George has a comment. Hey, George, UFC like the free publicity because they dropped Felice Carolina Prunes to make Bennett Field and Maserati the main card opener. They did do that actually, and then they obviously had it on. I think that happened that, and then Osborne got bumped up, Marcel. Yeah. If it was reversed, Carolina might got the 50K. It's kind of messed up, you know? Because originally that was the plan. Anyways, I thought she looked great, Marcel. Listen, being Felice Harry, who just retired after the fight, I mean, it doesn't mean a lot, but, you know, it's just good to see her get back to one call. I'm super happy for her. I mean, you know, she's like a really pleasant person, decent fighter, obviously, over the years. I still think Marcel, she's going to lose most of the rest of her fights in her UFC career. But, you know, this was a fight that, you know, she could win. She won both the fights on the Terry, so good for her. Quick thoughts? Feel good story, uh, number one of the night for me. Um, I mean, Carolina looked great, actually. You know, uh, actually, I didn't expect it. She moved from Poland to the the U.S. She got a training camp with ATT with Joanna, you know. Yep. Man, and it paid off, I think, because she really looked good. I think this might be one of her, maybe her best performance in the UFC, man, how she looked. Uh, I think it was, that, Marcel. Honestly, yeah. I'm looking back at her career. I mean, it's her first finish in the UFC. So, you super, know, she, she beat Rose, obviously, but this is her best, like, performance, you know? Yeah, super dominant, man. And yeah. uh, she got the choke in, I think. Dude, I don't uh, get emotional a lot, but I kind of I feel kind of emotional because of it, you know, because I got chills of it because of her reaction after the after she got the tap, you know. I mean, it meant so much to her. She was on a five fight losing streak, and with a six one, she was definitely gone. I think, you know. So, right, right. Um, yeah, great win. And for Felice, I mean, she she uh, she retired. Um, yeah, I kind of saw it coming. I, I think the, the the one who lost here was probably not going to go any much further. Yeah, that's what I, I think. So, um, yeah, what can we say? Felice did well in the in the beginning uh, period in the UFC. I think she had a certain moment. She had five wins in a row, four wins in a row. Four wins, yeah. Yeah, and after that, she uh, I think um, who did she lost to against? Um, oh, against yeah. Carolina actually. Yeah. You know, and uh, then she lost her another three fights. So, yeah. It's. I think it's a. Uh, it's reasonable, you know. Yeah, I mean, she was good at one point in her career. I mean, yeah. she was a decent fighter. Like, I, I mean, I, listen, I respect her. I mean, she's been around the sport for 13 years. True. Um, she's been around, for, and she was a Muay Thai fighter before that. She's been in the mm-hmm. sport for like 20 years. So I got a lot of respect for anyone who's been long in the sport that long. Um, but you know, finishes her UFC record five and five. Marcel really just the mediocre fighter. I mean, I'm just not trying to be mean, but uh, other than the win over Alexa Grasso, never really had a great win. You know, Marcel. So. Uh, overall, yeah, I think a decent career, fourteen and ten record, decent. I mean, she's over five hundred, you know, but 
I'm not saying she's – a lot of people are calling her a, a legend of the sport. No. Like mm-hmm. women's MMA. I don't really agree with that. I mean, pioneer, you could call her, I guess. She was one of the first, but legend of women's MMA, I've, I've seen that. Mar- Do you agree with that, Marcel? No? No. Pioneer, though? You okay with that one? Even that one, I, I'm like, it's a little bit of a stretch, you know? It's, you you got to actually find a word in between legend and pioneer, you know? You yeah. got to find a word in between that. It's like a, a mainstay, maybe. That. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, you know what? I like that word. Um, you know, because she was in Bellator before too, Marcel, and Invicta, like, yeah, mainstay of women's MMA. I like that, yeah. Marcel. I think it's a really good way to put her because I, I don't, I'm with you. I don't think you know, I consider like if I'm thinking about the pioneers of the sport, I don't really consider her one, but she has been fighting a long time too, you know. So, you, you're right because I mean, 2009 is like women's MMA have been happening for a while at that point, yeah. you know, Marcel. So, but in combat sports, because she was fighting Muay Thai before, I could kind of see it. Hey, Beertrand, what's up, buddy? There you go, Marcel, your boys here. Um, a couple other fights here, guys. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about this one. Joe Selecki somehow wins the majority decision over Alex De Silva. Listen, like, th- this fight is as clear of a day as a draw you'll ever see one. This is the easiest draw you could ever score. First round, 10-9. Silva, he drops Selecki. Second round, 10-8 because of a point deduction. I'll talk about the second round in a second. And then the third round, clearly Alex De Silva won that third round. Clearly, okay? So I, first and third were De Silva. The only real question is if is if... The second round is a 10-8 or 10-7. Because remember, one-point deduction from grabbing the fence, which was a good job by Chris Tagnoni, by the way. For me, Marcel, he only landed three significant strikes in the round. So remember that fight with Sterling and Yon? Everyone kept saying it's not 10-8 because he didn't do enough damage, even though he had back control and dominance. Like Because if you look at your select, he had four minutes and 40 seconds of, of control and two mm-hmm. submission attempts. So that's really pretty dominant. But three only three significant strikes, Marcel. For, so for me... If you're going to say that fight, you kept saying that fight's not 10-8, and they keep saying, you know, the, the definition of damage and everything over control. Well, to me, Marcel, this is a 10-9 round. It's not a 10, uh, or sorry, yeah, it's not a 10-8 uh, round, you know, and then obviously the point deduction. So as far as the scorecard goes, I think it was an easy 28-28. I don't understand how you got uh, the fight any other way. I don't get how, I don't agree with the second round being 10-7 by one of the judges. I don't like that. I don't, it's just inconsistent, you know? Because we've just seen so many more dominant rounds don't get 10 8. Even on this card, the Renaud guy, I don't think he got 326, uh, 326s, you know, and obviously deserved it. Just inconsistent. And then the, the biggest problem with the fight is Sal Diamato scoring the third round for Joe Selecki. It, it's complete fucking garbage. How did you score the third round for him? This is just wrong. This fight was a draw. At the end of the day, I'm glad one of the guys got a win bonus more so. Yeah. Because exactly. UFC would have, I know I saw your tweet. I just think it was just fucked up. Like this is twenty eight twenty eight. It's clear as day to me, and at worst it's twenty eight twenty seven. You can't have twenty nine twenty seven in this fight. You can't. That's a fucking bad scorecard. Go ahead, Marcel. I'm pissed. You know what? I would like <laughs> if there was a draw that you do the win bonus from both guys, uh, put them together and do it uh, divided in two and give either one something. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, the first round was for Alex da Silva, a 10-9 round. The third round was also Alex da Silva, 10-9. And obviously, Sulaki won the, the second round. And uh, it would be 10-8 because of the point deduction, indeed. Um, I think, by the way, you're complimenting Tononi, but it was probably his only good thing he did that night because uh, he, he failed many times, like other referees as well, uh, with taking points. Um, 
overall, people were like, is it surprising that he didn't stop the fight while taking a point? It's actually not. You know, it's been done before. I think we saw it in the Ortiz Evans one fight years ago. Mm-hmm. And I th- I saw recently, I watched some uh, older The Ultimate Fighter. And uh, I don't know if you can remember that. It was, I think, Frankie Edgar against BJ Penn. And it was the dude who got a point deducted. And he still won in the, in the, in the how do you say that? In the sudden victory round, which right. was complete bullshit it didn't he was even surprised that also was Mazagati, by the way so it happens you know it happens because you don't have to stop the action and um i think draw the draw was the because i i said on twitter as well there can only be two outcomes a draw or selecki gets by for some reason you know with 28 but, 27 though how can you get 29 27 you cannot give him the third round this fight he did no, not I, win I the third round I fully agree Terrible. with you, dude. But you know, yeah. it's Saldi Amado, and he watches fights with with his back instead of with his with his front. You know, so what can you do? Yeah, no, man, it's twenty eight twenty eight. This is the easiest fight to score in the history of fights. I saw the media scores; they all copy each other. Sherlock, they just copy each other's scores. They're like four of them are from Sherlock myself. I would like the six or seven. Listen, I man, some of really care what me say. I I know that they're scoring well. I mean, if you give it twenty eight twenty seven, I I. Can kind of see it, but not really, because again, it's inconsistent. Adam, what I, I feel like, you know, some of these guys are shorter. I, I, I know them, so I'm cool yeah. with them. But the really the three scorecards all the time with Sherlock in one tweet. Sometimes it's kind of pathetic, dude, to be really honest. Then you see it's almost impossible to score around 10-9 for one guy, and all three of the guys have a 10-9. That's impossible. You disagree. I used to work there. I mean, they would just agree with each other. I'm like the only – anyways, it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> I agree completely with George. People who defend these charges make things worse. These judging apologists are the, the worst people on Twitter. Oh, so they're just awful. Like, guys, stop. You know, no one, no one here is like that at all. Thank God. You know what I mean? I, thank God. I gave some credit to the judge last night because I think he's the only Michael Bell is a good, yeah. great judge. I looked. Yeah. You know what? When you when you sent me the link, I looked at his MA decisions. Like the ones that he was uh, like um, on Yellow? the other side. Those yeah. are all fights that the other guys should have won. Like Eric Andrews, Punahou Soriano, maybe. You know what I mean? Like damage or. He is a good judge. He's favoring damage, which is the right thing to do, you know? Anyways, um, let's go to the next fight. I'm tired of talking about this stupid Saldi Amado. <laughs> David Jackson, if he's dead, I regret it. I mean, Marcel, easiest fight to call on the card, really, I think, you know? and we, I think we've called perfect. Yeah. I just think, again, it was a bad t- fight to take. Like, you knew your guy was going to lose. He's a minus 800 favorite, Damon Jackson. He's obviously going to win the fight. Um, you know, arguing is not bad, but again, just too small, Marcel. And anyways, I, I you know, I thought it was kind of funny that safe and, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Watson. Yeah, they were going back and forth in the corner. Now, Damon Jackson, they were like, Hey, do you want to fight him? And he's like, I'll fight Cubs Watson. But Damon actually wants to fight Darren Elkins next, which would be an amazing fight, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, just an easy fight, Marcel. And you know, Cubs Watson really, like, I just think, you know, Damon, I don't know if you saw his post right. He goes, Maybe Cubs not a very good coach. You know, why is he talking shit during the fight? Like, we're trying to focus on the fight, man. He was talking shit to me. Like, he, listen, that's part of the game, Marcel. But I, you know, I, that's why Save was telling Cubs to shut up because he was. Basically talking to Damon during the fight, like Damon's trying to focus on the fight himself. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like you should be focusing on your on getting your fighters better opponents because this was a horrible matchup for this guy. Anyways, give me your thoughts, Marcel. Yeah, man, it pretty much went where we expected it. You know, Damon Jackson just too big for Argeda, and um, he. I think Argeda did well in the third round, by the way. You know, I think she did much better. Could have won that round. It was kind of 50-50, but first and second round, clearly, to Damon Jackson. You know, back control wasn't the dominated that fight there. Um, yeah, uh, an expected win for Jackson, I think. And for Argada, we will, I'll be sure he will be fighting about the weight next, you know. 
Right, 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 right. Uh, Austin Jackson didn't look good. Uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't look as he didn't look like a minus eight hundred favorite. I'll agree with that, but it was still an easy fight. Like even though it wasn't, because just it was just the size difference more so. You know, it's yeah. a bantamweight against a featherweight. Again, I just think it was such a bad fight for this guy to take. Don't you think it's crazy when you've ever seen these judges coming through? Because I don't, okay, so I actually uh, so James uh, Lynch, who's a good friend of, of the podcast here, uh, Johnny Greek and Nick Lucas, they have a new show right on Fight Pass, and I watched their show and they were talking about it. I completely agree with Johnny. He goes, Johnny's like, these guys have a great job, guys. What are you talking about? They get paid to watch the fights. They get a front row seat, and they're still fucking it up. And it's not even about your wins and losses, because like Johnny said, and I agree with Johnny, because he's he's been in the trenches batting for a long time. The wins and losses usually balance out. I mean, sometimes it feels like you know you're on the wrong side of splits more. That's what it feels for me right now, honestly. But mm-hmm. they usually do balance out. You know, you'll get ones in your way, like Jeff Bolina. I wasn't sure if he should have won, but he won. You know. Um, but the thing that comes down to Marcel is they're fucking up people's careers. And then like, that's what Nick was saying. He's like, you know, you look at a guy's record two years now, you're not going to really remember it. it was a shitty split decision. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking of Jay Collier, like that one's such a bad, and he lost his win bonus. Like these guys are, they're fucking people's lives up Marcel. And. Oh, I think Michael Bell also scored for Collier, right? He's the only guy. Scored. Yes. He was the only one. Thirty twenty seven too. I mean, listen, these. Uh, they're just ruining guys' lives, Marcel. That's what it comes down to. They're ruined. They have too much power, and they don't have enough. Like like Nick was saying, and I agree with Nick. He's like, you know, if a guy screws up, they should take him off the card and retrain him. And be like, and, and they have to explain why they scored the fight. This like, why did you score this fight for whatever? Why did you see it? And if, and knowing that some of these are really egregious, they should tell them like, here's how to score the fight properly. You know, Marcel. You know, at the end of the day, man, it's just like we talk about it every week. It's just annoying. I just want to see the right scores be handed in. Yeah. And I want to see the right guys win and the right guys lose. There, There's always human judgment and error. And some of these fights are super close. But the obvious well, bro, ones were like, like a Collier or Lofsky is just too obvious who won the fight. You know, yeah. and you should never screw that fight up. Anyways, uh, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, your boy Marcel Benoit Sandy. Actually, my boy. I guess he's you got the Canadian name, but he uh, he's French. Uh, Benoit Sandy. I kind of wish I bet on him now. I just didn't know how like to how he'd look after that beat down right against uh, Velazzo. He looked fucking awesome, man. He looked dominant in this fight. Then Smith Stoltz. Tristan, I hate to say it, man. Zero three now. I think Stoltz are getting released from the UFC. I think you know the loser probably is going to. Um, I, I'm I'm fine with Benoit uh, when like I mean I think he's really good on the ground obviously I'm just concerned about the uh, the stand up still Marcel you know if he fights someone that can keep the fight standing um, but on the ground he's very good which I expected because of his brave uh, fights any thoughts uh, right weight class for 155 now um, but he went in wild for the takedown and he got kneed in the face and yeah. he had a, a huge uh, cut here under his under his eye. And I, I didn't think that was smart, you know, but uh, yeah, overall he did well and he controlled Nicholas on the ground and he finished him in the second round. So, yeah, good win for him. It sucks for Nicholas because he's 0 3 now, like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I don't see him getting another fight, but hey, you never know. You know, there have been fighters before who went 0 3, we got a fourth fight. So, maybe, we'll maybe see. it's possible because of the new weight yeah. class, maybe. George, they pull a ref in the car when they screw up badly one of the judges. I agree. But I mean, the thing is, I think they pulled the rest more when like the UFC was in control of the event, like in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they should do it. They should retrain them. Beatrice says to me the most obvious thing was Jones Reyes. Guy scored a four one. That was a bad uh, decision. Uh, I thought that uh, Reyes won that fight, but he hasn't done anything since actually neither guy's done anything since then. <laughs> neither guy won has won a fight since then, Marcel. How crazy is that? And that was one of the more competitive light heavyweight title fights ever. Yeah. 
Next fight, you know, guys, this to me actually was the most surprising fight in the card in the way it played out because I know Grave, uh, Gravely, should say, a lot of knockout power, but I thought Munoz is really good and everything I've seen showed me he was going to be really good. And Marcel, like, I liked him. I watched Nick show Nick loved him. I respect Nick's opinion. I'm just saying a lot of people that I think are really smart were picking this guy, Marcel. And he just gets clipped and knocked out with a short uppercut. Just, I... I can't believe that punch knocked him out. Now I'm really wondering, like, is this guy's chin not very good? Like, does Gravely just hit that hard? Like, 10 knockouts now for Gravely. I mean, the guy clearly has knockout power. Um, the fact, like, to me, honestly, guys, like, I know for most of you, you probably picked Gravely, right? But I really thought Munoz was winning. I was convinced he was going to win the fight, and I'm just surprised how quickly he got knocked out. Any thoughts, Marcel? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I was with you last week, remember? So, yeah, um, yeah he... I, when I when he went down, I was like, "Why he went down?" I didn't even saw it at first, you know. And yep. then in the in the in the replay, you saw that short uppercut that uh, knocked him down. And good yep. friends were gravelly, man. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I honestly was surprised, but uh, hey, yep. great win for gravelly, and uh, I'm happy for him. He's a good dude. So uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was a great win. His parents there were celebrating their anniversary. Yeah. Promised them a win. I kind of feel like his knockout could have deserved the bonus, Marcel, for 50 mm -hmm. grand. I really like this knockout, and I think that he was he should get a bonus, but I don't know if they do those um, like uh, discretionary bonuses. By, I don't know if they handle that anymore. Do you know? I have no idea, man. They used to all the time under the Fertitas. Remember, Marcel, they used to pay guys win bonuses when they thought the judges fucked up the fight. Remember that? Like, yeah. Rick, Ricky Fukuda lost, I think, to Nick Ring, I believe it was, and they paid the ring win bonus. There was a lot of fights like that back in the yeah, day. I can, I can give you an example, man. When, uh, I think I said it before, when Junior Dos Santos fought Gilbert Eiffel and Gilbert took that on very short notice, yeah. that fight. Um, yeah, he was devastated. He lost for a yeah. front knockout. Yeah. And uh, in the back, they went to him and it's like, we are so thankful you took the fight. You got 50K extra. Again, so, remember, this is the Fertitta era, you know, yeah. and... Tim Bosch, I remember I talked to him 10 years ago, guys, and I, when I was doing interviews, and he had just knocked out Yushin Okami at UFC Japan. It was one of the crazy, like those crazy upper. I think I told this story oh. before, but he told me, he's like, oh, they sent me a check for 20000 in the mail. Like, so I'm that's like under the table money, basically, Marcel. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's nice, right? But they don't, I don't think, I don't think they do that as much anymore. I know that Jeff Bolina said he got like a check for like seven grand a little while ago, but wasn't that for that damn silver knuckle where he should have got 50000 Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Jeff Molina, he wins a split decision over Zhang Zhumagulov. I mean, I was convinced Jeff would win, but I don't know if he really should have deserved the decision. I'm okay with it. Like, I, I think it was a close fight. It, I think it could have gone either way, but I got to be honest, when I heard 327, I assumed he lost the fight. You know, Marcel? So, and Jeff did as well. And Jeff was like, he's just like jumping right. He's like, he couldn't believe it. Um, I thought that, I thought Zhang won the first two rounds, edged, like barely in 129-28, but they were close, and I'm, I wasn't surprised the judges went 1-1. I assumed they would, actually, because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this fight's probably tied. So, yeah, I mean, I, I thought Molina would win the fight. He was one of the bets. You know, thank God I I, I, I had him here, even though he's deserve really. I don't know, because Munoz lost. But, uh, yeah, Marcel, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? This is what I'm saying about balancing out, though. Like, sometimes it'll go against you guys. Like, when I lost on Eric Anders, I think I got one back here on Molina, honestly. Give me your thoughts. I like Jeff Molina, dude, but... He didn't want that fight, in my opinion. Yeah. I think Zalgas won the first two rounds. Yeah, the other uh, me. Yep. Yeah, so I, I, I was shocked, dude. 30 27 Molina, that, that, that's nuts. You know, I, I think I don't know who, who scored that for Molina. I think the only person who scored that fight right was Adelaide Bird, 29 28, and that's crazy. Um, who, who was the 30 27? Uh, Maynus. Anthony Maynus. This is the same yeah. guy who fucked up that scorecard on Jung Young Park and Eric Anders, Marcel. Yeah. 
where he gave uh, Andrews the third round and Park the first. This guy needs to be like retrained or something. Like his right. his scorecards are just they're not making sense really. Um, the last two events, Marcel. Um, don't you think Marcel? This guy needs like they need to take him to the back and, and sit down with him and talk about his scorecards. Yeah, man, definitely. The thing is, this fight because of that. Oh, Marcel! Oh, my, my guard, Marcel. He had Nicholas Dalby over Dan Rodriguez too. Uh, <laughs> this guy is. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, twenty nine. Listen, if he had twenty nine, twenty eight, Jalgas, or twenty nine, twenty eight, Jeff Molina, I think don't, not many people would have complained about it, you know. But thirty twenty seven is bad, you know. But let's be honest, man. The the how do you say that? The people weren't that offended uh, on the social media, and that's because people really like Jeff. They like Molina. Jeff Molina, yeah. yeah so they are not really like, oh, how dare they, you know? But uh, I think Jalgas won the fight, and it's pretty sucks for Jalgas because. He fought, I remember him fighting Paiva as well, you know, and he had, a, do you remember him fighting yeah. Paiva? He, yeah. he had a close fight and I think he could have won that fight as well. He also got on the bad side of the, of the decision. So, yeah. man, it didn't make sense in my opinion, but okay. He's lost all three of his decisions in the UFC. So, yeah. I think they'll give him another fight though. But yeah, I think you're right about Jeff. I mean, everyone likes him. I like him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, like, yes. He's a good fighter. Like. It's actually better, I think, that he won just for the division because he's kind of like still young and improving. Whereas August is kind of like he is what he is at this point. Mm-hmm. I just think it's one of those fights where so we talk about the time where the first round the guy wins and the second round is close, so the judges go, "Okay, I'll give it to the other guy to make it even," and then they yeah. can fight, fight it on the third. And I just don't think that's the right way to score the fight. I think each round should be its own fight in a way. You know what I mean? Like you just have to look at that round and forget about what happened the last or the next round. You know, Marcel? That's my thoughts. I, I don't agree with the decision, even though it helped me out at the, the bank. I agree, Joe. I mean, 327 just a fucking garbage scorecard. Like, again, like, every week, this is happening, guys. I'm okay with him winning 29, 28, Marcel. If you wanted to, you know, give him one of the first two, I guess you could make the argument. But all three? Ah, I I don't agree with it. George was offended. Hey, what's up, man? My petty count wasn't offended me either, but... I think many yeah. people had saw at uh, Molina and their parlay, dude. So yeah. many yeah. people were happy with that decision. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the other two fights, Renad, Factor UF defeats Andreas Mikolaitis, uh, but decision, I mean, just completely dominant performance. But again, Marcel, two 10-8s in the third round, but one guy gave it 10-9. Where's the consistency here? You know, it's just inconsistent. Clear as day 10-8, Marcel. It's a 30-26 scorecard. I don't understand, like, so I know it's a different judge, but still, like, guys, let's just get it right here. You're going to give 10 10-8 to 10-7 to Joe Slucky and then not 10-8 to Fakudinov. I don't agree with it, Marcel. Any thoughts? Yeah, man, I, I feel I, I agree with you. You know, Renat, uh, I think it was a good debut by Renat. A yeah. lot of uh, faults by Mikhailidis by cage grabbing in the first round. Oh, yeah. Maybe How is the point not deducted for the yeah. This should be third twenty-five now. You think, yeah. think about referee yeah. didn't do shit. He just said, "Don't, don't grab the cage. Don't grab the cage. Hey, hey, don't grab the cage. Please, don't grab the cage." I was like, "Shut the fuck up and take a point." Um, so yeah, uh, and the fun thing is uh, also in the Volkov corner we had the legend uh, Oleg Taktarov. Yeah, you know the, the Russian, Russian uh, yeah UFC six tournament winner. Yep. Uh, inaugural inaugural pride uh, one tournament he fought as well. So. Um, yeah, I think that's fun. I always like it when I see these old, older guys who 
who pretty much were like pioneers for MMA and, and in the UFC to see them in somebody's corner. And I think Dr. Ruffy didn't saw him for a long time, so it's great to see. Yeah. Um, but overall, good, for, good win for Renat in his debut, you know, pretty dominant. And uh, yeah, yeah I'd like to see what's next for him, man. Right, I'm just looking at MMA decisions, just looking around some of the scores last night. Like uh, the Selecki fight, uh, the guy was right. I mean, like, you know, again, I think four Sherlock scores are from there, but for Selecki. But if you look at the fan scores more so, 63% yeah. had a draw. So. Yeah, I think that's the right way to score that win. Um, last fight, Marcel, Aaron Blanchfield submits uh, J.J. Aldrich. You know, I obviously had bet on Aldrich here in a part. I mean, I think I, most people did. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, Marcel, I, I'm like, she's probably going to lose this fight. I mean, she was losing. But then Aldrich makes a mistake and leaves her neck and gets choked out. Aaron Blanchfield is the real deal. I mean, that how how aggressive she got there when she saw the finish. It was amazing to see. I'm I just think that Aldrich looked pretty good too, and and I was kind of worried that this girl might end up get, taking a loss here. So I don't know. Any thoughts? Yeah, because I I feel like I was actually kind of surprised, man. Not surprised because we know Aldrich's stuff, but I feel like JJ Aldrich did really well, man, in that fight. Yeah. And uh, she was actually, in my opinion, she was winning until she got uh, or she she got out of balance, and uh, Blanchfield did perfectly. Grabbed the grabbed the submission, you know, and uh, she she tapped her, you know. I mean, but it was very much needed for Blanchfield because she was behind on the scorecards, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, good win for her. And the funny thing is, the, the the fight where she didn't look the most dominant is the fight in the UFC where she got to finish. So right, it's right. actually crazy. Virtue suggesting uh, Renat and Ponce debut. I mean, listen, like it'd be a good fight, but. I just think, like, you know, Pereira had to win five fights in a row to get a shot at Ponce Debut. Now this guy comes in on one win over, the like, one of the worst guys in the division. I think he's got to build his way up the ladder. Even though he looked, I think he looked good. You, you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glenn said, Renite. Oh, yeah, he has two different records, too, Marcel. I don't know if you saw this. He's got two no. losses on Topology. Yeah, UFC stats has been 19-1. Okay. No, I didn't know. Yeah, and he's 20-2, I think, or 21-2. Yeah, can uh, you sh can I show Yeah, you I'm going to show you guys. Let me show you guys. He has two records, man. He does. Um, they took away a loss, which is interesting. I'll show you one sec. Uh, pulling it up here, I just noticed this this morning too. When I was I was uh, reading an article and and they had the record at nineteen and one, so I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. Look, nineteen and one. See? Yeah. So actually, Renat uh, DM me like I think uh, two or three weeks ago, and he was telling me like I only have one loss, and on that on that record side are two losses. It's not true. And, and he has two extra wins here too, though. Two extra wins yeah, and one extra yeah, loss. Yeah, he's like. That's not correct. He says that those were uh, not uh, that, that's where that was an amateur fight. He said, right? I think so, probably this one was an amateur fight right here, yeah. probably. Eh? Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I said you have to uh, put an, an email to Topology, and you gotta you gotta prove what's up. You know what I mean? Let your management do it. So, uh, but I haven't heard okay. from him back. He said thank you, but he hasn't said anything. Back. I'm just looking. Okay, they should look into this more because I think what's going on here is these were two fights in the same night. Maybe yeah. they were three round fights and not five round fights. Maybe or, or uh, sorry, three minute rounds or something, or two minute two rounds instead of three, Marcel, because they were because uh, it's two fights at night. I don't know. Maybe he's got to look into it. Maybe these two fights are amateur fights. These two first two ones. Maybe it really starts here. It's not sure, but it's kind of weird though that there is a uh, different record for the guy. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to show this to you, Marcel. Close that. Thank you. Um, yeah, J hey, what's up, man? Uh, JJ, man, she looked pretty good. I thought I really did, Marcel. To be honest with you. Chagas is amateur style. Couldn't complete his takedowns. Yeah, I mean, it was close. Hey, what's up, Daniel? Beard Eric Blanchard destroyed Maverick. She's really good, man. Uh, Blanchard leaves her out of box. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the striking. Was... Listen, Aldrich is a good striker, though, you know, but she got a box for sure. And he was on Lazaz. I had no idea. Um, 
I don't think they've said they, – it hasn't been cut, though. Just that one media member is going after him that day, but I don't think he's been cut. All right, I think we're going to end this podcast, Marcel. We're going to start a new podcast, guys, to break down UFC 275. So, uh, Marcel, just quickly plug the stuff, and then we'll, we'll go to the next podcast. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, do, do I have to say why you can find me or whatever? Yeah, what do, do it now because it's oh, going to go on Apple and stuff. Oh, after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, so, yeah, you can find me on BigMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram, and obviously you can find my work at usport.nl mixed martial arts section. Right, so I'm at uh, maoddsbreaker.com, bookies.com, myma.news.com. This podcast can be found at maoddsbreaker.com. It's on their YouTube, um, on the website. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes, guys, for the special edition UFC 275 breakdown. Uh, until then, we'll talk to you soon. Peace.